Hey friends, and welcome to another episode of At Home with Eastbrook Homes. My name is Eric Culcran, and on this episode, we are talking family traditions, home for the holidays, and all of that stuff with Vince and Nicole Viegas. And they're gonna show us their amazing house and what it looks like for the holidays. And we'll talk about how we can get through this season with a little bit of joy. I hope you enjoyed this episode of At Home with Eastbrook Homes. And as I said, my guests on this episode, Nicole and Vince, how are you guys? We're well. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for asking. Uh, first, I mean, obviously, happy holidays. The house looks amazing. But for a lot of people, this holiday season is looking a little bit different. I think one of the reasons we wanted to talk to you guys is that you guys have a lot of holiday traditions. And I want to talk about those. I want to talk about the house. I want to talk about all of those things. But first, I want to start with how are you guys doing? What has this year been like for you guys? And how are you feeling heading into the holidays? Um, we're, we're doing well. Um, we're doing well. We're very blessed. Um, we've all, we've all stayed healthy. Um, there, you know, we have four children, so we've had, we've had enough to keep ourselves company this year. Um, so we've just, um, and we are in real estate. So being in real estate, we've always had sort of a work from home sort of presence and our kids are used to us taking phone calls in the car and and having to be quiet when when somebody calls at night or on the weekend. Mm -hmm. So um, we've just increased that. I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's been crazy, right? And no, that life has changed. You know, we 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 now both work from home, which always wasn't the full time scenario. You know, we would work from home from time to time, but now we're both full time working from home. And our kids are, of course, uh, homeschooling at the moment, our virtual learning or remote learning, if you will. So. Uh, you know, we're all just tweaking and adjusting and doing the best we can. Like I said, we want to talk about the traditions and you guys, you have a lot of them. So can you start talking about what those holiday traditions are? I mean, obviously people who are watching this video at least can see that, that you guys are, are decked for the holidays, but let's talk about those traditions. Right. Yeah. So uh, I think one of the coolest traditions uh, that we picked up when I was younger from actually my father uh, was um, he's always been a big fan of the Christmas story when it you know, he's, it's always been one of his favorite movies. And so when I was a kid growing up, we used to always have um, Chinese food on Thanksgiving and Christmas Eve. And then we'd go home and the Christmas story was on TV. And it was always on from that point uh, until we went to bed and woke up the next morning as we're opening up presents. It was on all Christmas Day. And we've continued that tradition with our kids as well. So um, that, that's been something that's been kind of fun and exciting and something that we've been able to, to help bring into our family. Um, and then also um, our Christmas stockings on our mantle. Those are um, uh, some of our family heirlooms that have been passed down from generation to generation. For instance, mine was my great-great-grandfather's oh, wow. uh, Christmas stocking. And then um, all the other stockings have been uh, handmade by either my, uh, my grandmother, my kid's great-grandmother, or uh, my mom, my kid's grandmother. So, guys, I think one of the things that the parents specifically might be struggling with this year is kind of capturing the magic, right? Because everybody's on top of each other 24-7, 365. You're trying to make sure that that magic is happening in the house. And I can't help but notice that it does look very magical behind you. And so I, I want to talk about, you know, do you guys go into each year with a theme? Do you, Does the tree tend to look the same year in and year out? Or does it change based on the palette you're going for or like what ha what is happening behind us right now there's definitely similarities from year to year 
um, our kids are starting to get older. So they're starting to get to the age where they're like, oh, I remember this and I remember this and um, pull it out. So, um, so uh, our tree does kind of tend to have some similarities, but we change it up just a little bit. So I would say, I would describe them maybe as cousins. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm laughing because if you come to my house, it's literally a hot, I mean, it's, it's a tree. The tree looks beautiful, but we just sort of like vomit lights and ornaments on it. And you guys have, it's very, it's very designed and looks gorgeous. And so I was just wondering kind of what goes into making sure the tree looks like that. I mean, that's, that's clearly one of the most beautiful trees I've seen this year. And so I'm wondering kind of what, how much work goes into the thing that's behind us right now? Well, there's a lot of work. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of work and just prepping the house too. And some um, justifying acrobatics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we did have a helping hand this year as well. Um, and so uh, Nicole and I, you know, we love Christmas and we love decorating for Christmas. However, this year was a little bit of a different year. And what our kids doing, um, virtual learning and being home, uh, Nicole and the kids uh, have, have been in Florida for a little bit of time now since it's a little bit warmer there doing some learning and so we did call in some help this year to help get the christmas tree up and get some of our decorations up and uh, uh that that's that's been helpful as well but i mean even from just the amount of time spent shopping there's still hours invested in shopping and um there are things that we carry from year to year in the tree but a lot of a lot of times each year we do we do require new pieces for the tree what does the outside look like and kind of what was the design behind that yeah, so the outside, um, we we did have the house um, um, outlined with lights, and we hired a company to do that for us, and uh, they did an excellent job. We were very happy with this with, with the work that they've done, uh, and then you know we also just created some nice little pieces throughout the throughout the exterior, the front and the back. We also have a really nice patio with a big fire pit, and we use our our patio quite a lot, and so um, you know we've got various pots uh, around our property that have been completely uh, decorated and they look great. And we've got a wonderful little kind of seating vignette in the front uh, porch, which looks really nice. And, um, uh, you know, overall it's, it's, it's a great space. And um, we use the front, we use the back, we use everything. And so we're happy with how it turned out. That's awesome. And one of the things I've, I've been exploring on this podcast is uh, that use of space, right? Because a lot of people went into this year using their home in 2019 in a very different way than they're using it in 2020. And they might see things that they don't like or find areas of the house that they didn't know they loved. Uh, so it's fun to hear you guys kind of talk about how you're using that space differently as this has been a very different year, which leads me to this question. We've been home for now 11 months, but I'm wondering to you guys, what does home for the holidays mean to you? And, and what sort of lessons can you pass on to people who are watching this about enjoying this time of year and finding some joy when you might've had a year that maybe isn't that joy filled. If you take my meaning. It is hard. We have very demanding jobs and there are four of them and they have their own, you know, their own things they're doing with school and activities. Um, I think the most important thing is it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be complicated. It can be as simple as making cookies, but if you guys are together and you're 100% focused on each other and on that moment, that's going to become a memory and that will stick that will stick with you. Um, so make time, make time on a regular basis to do that. To put to put the phones away, put the iPads away, turn off the games, and just be together for that for that moment. Um, and it doesn't matter what you 
do. It doesn't matter if you're taking a walk for 20 minutes and it doesn't matter, like I said, if you're making cookies or if you're doing something more complex and expensive, just focus. Nicole, Vince obviously said you had been in Florida for, with the kids for a little bit. Have yeah. you sort of cracked the code? One of the things that um, I know that we struggle with here in this house is trying not only in, in our you guys have a, a job that extends 24 7 and it's probably hard to find those breaks or at least build those <laughs> in um you know so adults we're all struggling with that but the one thing that i'd love to get your perspective on is how do you find those times to kind of make that break for the kids right so they start their day virtually they go virtual six seven eight hours a day and then what do they want to do like you said they want to jump on the games they want to jump on the ipads and i'm wondering if you kind of crack the code on the way in which you make that game time like board game time or baking time or going for a walk or whatever, just part of what happens in the household so that they know it's coming and they're excited about it happening. For me in particular, like I, I get up around five early morning. I get up really early um, so that I can do what I need to do before anyone gets up. Um, I usually am on my email for about an hour and a half and then get dressed. And that, that kicks a lot of that time out of the way. Um, because at 5.30 in the morning, no one's answering your emails back. So you can get a lot done. Um, and then, um, so I get up really early and try and knock out a few things before anybody else wakes up. Um, and then preparation. I think preparation is key, especially with uh, meals. Because if you have a plan and if you're prepared, then you tend to make better decisions and it tends to be a faster, smoother process versus um oh my gosh we have 10 minutes to eat lunch this year something right or i, I might i might know that story nicole i might know that one exactly right so um i we do um and we do make sure that we're prepared and the kids participate in that um one we have they help me make the lunches every day um a different one helps them make dinner helps us make dinner every day so um, we get them involved in that sort of stuff as well. And that saves a lot of time and a lot of mental space for everyone when all those decisions are made and all that prep is done. And then you can, then you can focus on that and you can, you can move along. You guys sound like you're having an amazing season. It was awesome to spend a couple of minutes with you. Uh, Vincent, Nicole, I wish you guys the happiest of holidays and hope you enjoy the rest of the season. And I, I think I say this not only for yourself, and myself and anyone who might be catching this. Uh, cannot wait till 2021, my friends. We hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great day. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thank Appreciate you so much. It. Thank you. you too.